heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. Whistleblowers and truth tellers have been severely hampering the coup efforts of the communist puppet regime. And let me tell you, that excites me because we are now finally seeing truth being exposed on a wider scale than ever before, at least over the past several years. Now, the facts are now undisputed and laid bare for the entire world to see with these whistleblowers coming forward. And when that happens, things can change rapidly and very much for the better. And I am very excited about that. Recently, we've had two whistleblowers from the IRS coming forward. One was Whistleblower X, who we now know as Joe Ziegler, a 13-year veteran of the IRS, a special agent whose identification was revealed at the hearing. And I really love what he said before he came forward. He said, I have witnessed the corrosion of ethical standards and the abuse of power that threatens our nation. Well, haven't we all, right? And what we need is some brave and courageous people to simply come out and tell the world the truth. And Joe Ziegler also said, this is not a call for blame, but a call for accountability and reform. <clears throat> well, I'm not sure what to make of that statement, and uh, we will probably be discussing that because there certainly is a call for some blame because somebody has to be held accountable. And if you're saying there's no blame anywhere in there for anybody then we will never have accountability and reform. A second whistleblower from the IRS was a former investigational leader, and Greg Shapley claimed that the DOJ did, in fact, hinder the Hunter Biden investigation. And, of course, that is a crime. The evidence against the Bidens and the Department of Justice, who criminally protected them, is now overwhelming, and everybody sees it. It is beyond a shadow of a doubt that this hiding of corruption took place. So what we have here is a very guilty party, several guilty parties, which includes the Biden crime family, and, of course, the DOJ, the FBI, the CIA, all these people who seem now to be so eager to hide the truth. These people are culpable. And in my opinion, they need to be brought to justice. The evidence against the Bidens and the DOJ who criminally protected them is overwhelming and it's beyond any doubt they are guilty. We have two representatives, Representative Greg Stubbe from Florida and another Republican, Ralph Norman from South Carolina, say that they want Joe Biden to be impeached. Well, I guess, you know, at least half of the United States and maybe half the world 
wants that same thing. And so do many other senators and representatives who are now holding office. But let me ask a question. What good is that going to do if we impeach Joe Biden? Well, you might say there's the principle of reform. If we do want reform, then we better start doing something right, something that actually should have been done in the first place long ago. That is the impeachment of Joe Biden. But let's go further than that. The 2020 election was stolen. Joe Biden is nothing more than a demented puppet who has no real power. He is just being used. And what we need to do is look to who is pulling his strings, who is the chief puppeteer. But, you know, if we can get Biden uh, to be impeached, um, might we accomplish something? I mean, at least it would go down in history that here we had this fake president who was majorly corrupted, doing all kinds of criminal things, and he was in power in government, and then he became the president of the United States, even though he was installed illegally. But at least history would tell the story that Biden was impeached, despite all of the king's men doing evil things to hide the king's corruption. And if we could do some further impeachment in the DOJ, who actually did this cover-up, well, they should be absolutely prosecuted. And what about Speaker McCarthy, who actually vowed to impeach A.G. Garland over the IRS scandal, but... Um, you know, Joe Biden and Hunter were selling influence from the vice president office to foreign powers. Now, isn't that treason? And what has Speaker McCarthy done so far? He has not addressed the issue of treason. But again, if we impeach A.G. Garland, is that really enough? Don't we need punishment? Don't we need an, a punishment suitable to the crime? Because they have done some pretty horrible things. Well, you know, it's kind of exciting because right now we're living in a time when we're seeing so much political drama that uh, we really don't have to go to Hollywood. And look at what's happened at, happening in the Hollywood scene. They're on strike, right? Everybody's on strike. Well, we don't seem to need Hollywood because you get all the suspense, all the thriller effects, all the crimes, the good and evil battles, the drama, the sex scandals, the science fiction, everything else you might want for entertainment when you are reading the daily news. So in my opinion, let the Hollywood strike go on forever. In fact, I would say let Hollywood perish, let them die we don't need them. But we need to end this ongoing reality show of corruption. It may be a circus, but the show must not go on. It is time to end this ruling of the corruptocrats. That's what we need to see. Well, this is Malcolm at Eight, the voice of a nation, and you are listening now to Dr. Steve LaTulip. I am a voice of the nation team member, and today I am filling in again for uh, our great leader, Malcolm, who is going to be back with us soon. 
I also have an incredible guest with me today. His name is Dr. Robert Lowry. Dr. Lowry is a medical doctor who is practicing medicine in Bernie, Texas. He is very active in the medical freedom movement, and I really have trouble finding out how he can have time for all of this. But Dr. Lowry is a great historian, and he has been writing a series called Rediscovering American Liberty, and he has written volume one. It is titled Rediscovering the Principles of Just Government. Now, I read that volume, and I am telling you, it is incredible, and you ought to get your hands on a copy. Dr. Rob Lowry is a colleague and a good friend of mine whose practical wisdom And common sense, I really do admire a lot. This guy is an incredible source of information, and I think he has an awful lot to contribute uh, today. He is with me, and I would like to bring him on right now. But first, remember that you can get some great articles, some phenomenal podcasts and all the pertinent news at americaoutloud.news. And on this website, we always push the uncensored truth. And this comes from a team that always puts God and country first. So I would ask you please to go to that website. It's called americaoutloud.news where you will get the greatest information possible, the most up-to-date information and accurate information and anything but misinformation. And I ask you, please share that with as many people as you can. And also visit americaoutloud.shop for the latest in health and product innovations and use the OutLoud code because you can get some special discounts that we want to share with our America Out Loud family. And so let us get to it. Dr. Rob Lowry, I thank you for coming on today. And what do you think? Um, Do you think there is a benefit, Rob, to impeaching President Biden? Oh, heck yes. Uh, I think I'm with you on the fact that, well, if we impeach him, what's that going to ultimately accomplish politically up in D.C.? And it may not be in a lot right away. But the impeachment process itself and going through it, I believe, will actually organize the conservative side, the truly conservative side, not the the rhinos up there. But it would help organize the conservatives and put out to the public that there is a group up there trying to do something. Without that, they're still somewhat disorganized. And as you mentioned somewhat there, we're, we're watching these hearings happening and we're seeing one person after the next out of the IRS or FBI or where they're coming from who has been trying to get the word out but they're having to go to their senators or or state reps their house reps to get the whistleblowing going but it's interesting to see too that at these hearings the folks who are in the administration talk back and talk to our senators with impunity. They know nothing's going to happen to them. Have you noticed that? Yes, I have. And let me tell you, that is a sad fact, because when you look at the evidence, Rob, I mean, the Bidens 
have no defense whatsoever against this damning evidence against them. So, yes, how can we expose so much? And you look at how much we have actually exposed. I mean, all of the conspiracies that they accused us of raising have become proven conspiracies. They are not theories. They are fact. And now they are history. And the evidence is so overwhelming that it just makes me ask, ask how in the world could we have so few prosecutions of these people? Right. There's essentially none. So going after the president, impeaching him would put a little fear, I would assume, into some of those in the administration. And on the other hand, the folks who maybe want to whistleblow, but are still a bit afraid, if they see that process happening to the president, maybe they'll come out and there will be a greater tide that then the mainstream media just won't be able to ignore. Well, I hope so. You know, recently, John Roberts, he's a Fox News anchor. He recently revealed to the public what he called, quote, the big prize. And it was an FBI dossier uh, about Joe and Hunter Biden. And last Wednesday, he actually showed this form, the FD uh, 1023 on air. He showed it to everybody, he just oh, put it yeah. in front of the camera. And uh, then we see that this GOP Senator uh, Grassley already had released it. It was not classified. And this dossier just flat out verified that $5 million payments were made to two of the Bidens made by Mykola Zlakevsky, which is the Burisma founder. Now, this detailed information comes from a highly credible FBI whistleblower source, and it was a source that was used actually throughout the entire Obama administration. So we know this guy is telling the truth. He's reputable. And we now know that the pay-for-play bribery scheme is absolutely real. And it happened during Biden's reign as vice president. The foreign nationals were seeking to gain control over political decisions. And this is an act of treason, is it not? It is completely an act of treason, and they're not just there in D.C. It's that same corruption that has made our ballot boxes corrupt. It certainly is. It certainly is. And, you know, with these two whistleblowers coming forward, um, I mean, I think we just saw a whole lot more testimony. I mean, uh, Supervisory Special Agent Gary Shapley Jr. gave mm -hmm. six hours of testimony to the House Ways and Means Committee staff, and he came forward after he said multiple attempts were made at blowing the whistle internally in the IRS, and they wouldn't let him do it. Uh, who is this guy, by the way? Well, he's a gay Democrat married uh, to a man. Okay, well, does it matter? Well, truth is truth, right? No matter who speaks it. But he says in coming forward, and he's speaking truthfully, he says, I'm risking my career, my reputation, and my casework outside of this investigation. What I'm wondering is, is he risking his life coming forward? Because Let's face it, he is going to be declared an absolute traitor to the Democrat Communist Party. He is a truth teller. Do you think his life uh, is going to be threatened? Oh, I would assume it would be. And, and that goes back to your original point. Is there value in impeaching the president? If, if we would attack and actually truly impeach the president, that would show folks like Shapley and them that they can come forward, that there will be more of them, and their lives would be less in danger because there would be more people coming forth.
But we well, still exactly. can look at the attorney general, that whole DOJ and Garland. It's interesting the way our legal system is set up. If, if the attorney general decides not to do anything about it afterwards or any of the evidence that comes forth in that impeachment hearing or trial on the rest of the Bidens themselves or any of the folks in, in the administrative process, if Garland doesn't want to go after him, he can block it. And that's a a problem that I don't see Congress addressing yet. Well, I agree. I mean, let's just say that, I mean, they're they're getting serious, aren't they, about impeaching Biden. They want to do it. There's more pressure. They they certainly have all the evidence and and all the ammo they need to impeach this guy. Um, Let's say that that happens. And if it does happen, Well, what's going to unfold? I mean, first of all, we have the vice president stepping in uh, as the president, right? Where do we go from there? Well, it depends upon what the impeachment charges are. Um, If the impeachment charges are treason that follow up behind it, then for sure. If it's um, like what happened to Trump or uh, Clinton, he remains in office, right? Right. You, right. you You can be impeached, but still function depend upon what the actual charges were. Right. But how could it be anything but treason? I mean, with what's been done, right. this is because, not well, just... the Senate has to actually execute it. I mean, the House will bring the impeachment to be impeached. But then right. will the Senate actually follow up and find him guilty? And then something happens is when the matter. Right. Then happens. Well, you know, these these two uh, special agents uh, in the IRS, Gary Shapley and Joe Ziegler, um, they both testified. They've said some good things. And these guys were on the A team of the IRS. They are not low level agents. So they're very reputable. Now, they're probably were reciting a lot of what everybody already knew, but it solidifies Comer's statement that the DOJ was involved in protecting the Bidens in no small way. So, you know, the questions about Joe and Hunter Biden's uh, children being off limits, uh, you know, we heard that there was damning evidence against the Biden crime family. But a lot of that was hidden. You can't talk about it. Marjorie Taylor Greene kind of broke the rules and showed some sex photos of Hunter Biden. Uh, Hunter's attorney didn't like that. Kevin Morris and his comments were laughable because he said that the Office of, of Congressional Ethics has, quote, a duty to make loud and clear that it does not endorse, condone or agree with her outrageous, undignified conduct and brazen violations of official conduct. But, you know, what about the conduct of Hunter and Joe Biden? What about their undignified behavior and conduct? What about their treason? So we see definitely evidence of the two-tiered injustice system at work here. And, you know, maybe uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene did pull off a little bit of a political stunt, but it does testify to the woke character of our government. And I think that's a huge obstacle that we have to overcome, as you said. How are we going to do that? Yeah, that's a big question. Are we going to have to impeach Garland as well? And then who are the next two in line to take that spot? Because eventually somebody in the DOJ has to be willing to put aside their position of D or R and just do the right thing. I mean, you know, you and I are both old enough to remember looking back at hearings 20, 30 years ago, the attorneys general were generally folks who 
weren't going to tolerate from either side uh, scallywagness, you know, for how, whoever it was going to be. But ever since Loretta Lynch, Eric Holder, those that, that whole group has been clearly one-sided with what they've been doing. If you are a libertarian or a conservative, they would use their position to attack you and their DOJ to attack you, even if you weren't guilty of anything. And if you were a Democrat, and but you had to actually be the, the right Democrat, don't get me wrong, you had to be the inside Democrat. Um, you could do whatever you want, and everybody was just going to turn their head, and that's still what's happening. It is. I mean, in a sense, this is unrestricted warfare. Um, and the code of ethics that once existed in the old Democrat versus Republican system is absolutely gone. It's no holds barred right now, no matter what happens. You know, if they if you are going to come forward with some some pretty horrific evidence that is going to expose uh, the truth of any matter, be it treason or, or anything else, all, all they're going to do is neutralize uh, anyone who comes forward. And a lot of times they'll just uh, snuff someone. Like, uh, for example, the wife of Makolev uh, Lysen, the Burisma co-founder, uh, he died under very suspicious circumstances. And uh, the wife actually died. She had tapes that were given to her by her husband with incriminating evidence about Joe Biden. And Lysen gave his wife the tapes as insurance, he said. So now she is dead. Uh, the question is, would she have been a prominent whistleblower and much earlier on? Um, I don't know. But, you know, anybody who is at risk or anybody who is telling the truth, who is blowing the whistle and calling things as they are, they are at risk of at a minimum being destroyed. And didn't we see this in medicine in a huge way? Oh, yeah. I mean, and our forefathers saw this. They, they, you know, those folks who signed the Declaration of Independence a third of them didn't do very well over the next couple of years, right? They were attacked. They were murdered for, by the British and et cetera. But this is, this is something why, well, well, you're very well in touch with this. If your faith is, if you have a faith in God and Christianity and Christ is your savior, you will see a different way that you live your life, which is for, as a bond servant of Christ and doing the right thing versus worrying so much about, well, what are they going to do to me in this secular world? Exactly. Uh, Be because we have no, uh, no promise of safe passage. I mean, look at, there's been a lot of other whistleblowers, uh, many of whom are dead right now who could have exposed, for example, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, the FBI, the CIA, and all sorts of other government criminals. And they're dead. I, and look at, I mean, let's look at some others more recent. James O'Keefe, right? Project Veritas. Oh, what are yeah. they doing to him right now? That is yeah, amazing, isn't it? It oh. is. They are destroying him for exposing government corruption and yeah. exposing that in big pharma. And look at what he's going through. He's being sued right now. Yes. And if that goes again, I, I agree with you 100%. If we or if our Congress actually would impeach Biden, it will go a long way to bringing out more people out of the woodwork who are willing to report the truth and right. then get more of our congressmen actually willing to do something for, from their side. And then maybe the state's attorneys general could do something 
from their end to stop some of this corruption because it's going to take, in my mind, two or three election cycles to fix our problem if we want to do it internally and not from a revolution with weapons. Well, I fully agree. Um, we, you know, the, I think the point that you're making is that at least if we can impeach Biden, well, hey, we're starting at the top and it made a difference. He was impeached. So maybe people will believe, hey, we actually can cause a change to happen. And the more that this uh, happens, if we can get other people impeached like Merrick Garland and maybe, uh, you know, how many other weenies look at what has happened to our military yeah, um, the entire cabinet <laughs> exactly right but maybe there will be a cascading effect of this and that can happen very quickly if we continue to have these truth tellers come forward sure at the risk definitely at risk to their own uh, livelihood and safety but that's what it takes i mean we saw in the medical field how many good physicians came forward to expose the lies of a man-made COVID pandemic, and many of them were destroyed, and to this day, right now, are being destroyed for standing for truth. And we saw the same thing in the military. I, I think there's some 10,000 soldiers who refused to worship and bow down to the golden calf. They stood their ground against all the corruption they see. And they were destroyed and they were shamed. They were mocked. They were dishonored by a woke military who were led by clowns like General Mark Milley and Defense Secretary, uh, Secretary Lloyd Austin. These guys are pathetic excuses for military leaders. And in my opinion, we need to fight to rescue these guys who lost everything after 17, 18 years of military service, lose all benefits whatsoever, because without an honorable discharge, they don't get benefits. That's right. So, you know, and, and these were the righteous ones. These were the kind of soldiers we want in the military. And of course, they now wonder, well, how come we can't recruit anybody into the military? Um, this is just so ridiculous, you know, what's happening. Right. This started with Obama. If you look and see who the two and three stars were at the time and who they were essentially pushing to the side and bringing up in the oh, system, absolutely. Then, they were bringing up the, the colonels and the ones and twos up into those positions so that they were they were somewhat there when Trump showed up and he didn't change that too much. He had other things going on so that they were all set to ready to go when Biden showed up. Oh, exactly right. They did. They were doing it while Trump was in office. Trump got no support whatsoever. You know, I think we should also mention in the course of evil that we are seeing that, you know, we, we should raise the question. What about the non whistleblowers like Bill Barr, who knew all about what was oh happening in the cover up right in the Hunter Biden investigation? And he did absolutely nothing about it. And what about Mike Pence, the, the Judas Iscariot who betrayed President Trump and the American people? He could have changed things. And so oh, many. And I would say Barr was just as much as a Judas. Exactly he kept, right. He kept telling the people, we're about to do something. We're going to do this. And he was slow walking it, waiting for Trump to go away. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, so many people could who could have spoken up and stopped all the evil from happening that is happening now in America. But they chose silence. They are cowards. They are they are traitors to their nation and they don't care that there's only their silence condemns them. They just don't seem to care. It reminds me of a few 
quotes from Dietrich Bonhoeffer. He said, silence in the face of evil is evil itself. He said, your life as a Christian should make non-believers question their disbelief in God. And then he gives a, a, a great analogy uh, about doing nothing. And this, I, in my opinion, seems to happen among so many Christians. He says, if I sit next to a madman as he drives a car into a group of innocent bystanders, hey, that's happened recently too, right? He <laughs> says, I can't, as a Christian, simply wait for the catastrophe, then comfort the wounded and bury the dead. I must try to wrestle the steering wheel out of the hands of the driver. And of course, that is exactly what Bonhoeffer tried to do in the assassination of Adolf Hitler. So the guy lived by the truths that he proclaimed. But this is where we are right now in America. And it's not a pretty sight for anyone to see because, um, we right now need to wrestle that steering wheel from this criminal communist regime, or we will be judged for our silence and our inaction. And we will feel that judgment in life, in life here on earth and in the next life. And it's something we need to reconcile. Well, I am going to take a short break. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. AmericaOutloud.com, seven amazing years. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. Pofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. 
Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like Freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. And welcome back. This is Malcolm Adate, the voice of a nation. And this is Dr. Steve LaTulip, a voice of the nation team member. I am filling in for Malcolm today. And I have with me Dr. Rob Lowry, who is a medical doctor practicing in Burnley, Texas. He is an incredible historian. He's got a great book out called Rediscovering American Liberty and volume one, Rediscovering the Principles of Just government. And boy, that is where we are at today. We must discover this. Please do remember, you can get all the articles, podcasts, all the pertinent news at americaoutloud.news. It is always the uncensored truth from a team who are hell-bent on speaking nothing but the truth. And we ask that you please share this with as many people as you possibly can we are in a fight for our nation as never before. And also, please do visit AmericaOutloud.shop for the latest in health and product innovations and use the OutLoud code to get special discounts as, a, um, as an America Out Loud family member. So thanks for all of your uh, support. We appreciate you. We love you. And we are in this fight together. So I'd like to kind of shift gear a little bit right now. Um, as everybody knows, we are in the fight of our life for a free election, and it is ramping up very, very quickly. What we are seeing is the progressive left uh, acting like an absolute desperate entity, they are being cornered as all of these truth tellers are coming, coming forward, these whistleblowers who are saying, hey, I was there. I know exactly what they said. I know exactly what they are doing. Now, what we need is to reverse the egregious acts of desperation that we are going to see ramped up in ways that I think we can't even imagine in the next few months as we are headed toward the 2024 election. Now, Rob, I've got you back with me, and I want to just say in my words, here's the situation that I see. There are four critical election factors for the Democrats. Number one, Joe Biden has his foot in the grave. His dementia is advancing 
I think the entire world knows that he is not fit for office. He is just a useful idiot. He is the useful idiot in the highest position in the world. Number two, another critical election factor uh, factor is that if Joe Biden was in fact pulled out of office because of his treason, I mean, if let's just say it did happen, then we would have to deal with Kamala Harris and Kamala Harris is everybody's bimbo. She can't even follow the <laughs> communist playbook rules, which is the leftist Bible because of her own stupidity. I mean, she's just not that bright. She is not intelligent. She has no common sense and she's a buffoon. She's a clown in the system. Uh, on August 20th, for example, uh, she actually remember she celebrated the BLM and Antifa riots, she said, they're not going to let up. This is a movement. I am telling you, she boasted and they should not. And we should not. So here we have the vice president of the United States celebrating uh, chaos and violence in America. Remember also, she pushed for bail money. It was called the Minnesota Freedom Fund that led to the release of murderers and rapists. And she tweeted out, if you're able to chip in now to the fund to help post bail for those protesting on the ground in Minnesota. I mean, this is our vice president. Can you imagine if Donald Trump had said those words? But was she, ever right. was she ever prosecuted for soliciting this lawlessness and the ruthless crimes? Not a hint of it. Um, and then we have another uh, real egregious act. We've got a competent a competent Democrat runner uh, in the primary, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Jr., and he is calling out the cabal. And this is something to deal with. Both the Blue and the Red Army has something to contend with in Robert F. Kennedy Jr. because he is like the old um, honest Democrat, somebody who has values and ethics and says, hey, let's have a discussion We've forgotten all about that. But, uh, hey, Rob, what influence is RFK going to have? Or is he going to be assassinated like his father? And it oh, is wow. Uncle. That, that, that would be scary. Um, clearly, though, he's today looked at as being an outsider of the present system in charge. So it would, it, it'll be interesting to watch the first few months of the primaries and see where he gets within their system because some people will still come out because of the name. There'll be a lot of middle of the rotors of, of who over the last couple of years have watched him and listened to him, like what he's saying, who will come out and vote for him, I think. Um, but when we, when we concern ourselves of, of looking back at, will this be an honest election? I don't think so far the states have done enough to make an honest election out of it. There, obviously, there's four or five states that are going to go each way that they go. And we have to look at those states like Arizona and Michigan and Pennsylvania, where I believe the Democrats are going to put all their efforts into deciding who not only is going to be their person from their side, but also they'll run those states again and cheat again and win again if we don't do something about it. 
Okay, so you're saying that uh, it looks like there's no chance of us getting an honest election, which means that our last honest election, if you can call it, that was in 2016. Uh, 2020 was definitely out of there. Uh, so you're painting kind of a grim picture, Rob. And I think a lot of people share that same viewpoint that there's no way we are going to correct the problem of election fraud. Um, and that is concerning. Um in my opinion, uh, you know, RFK, for example, yeah, he is a Democrat and he does stand so, for some good things, but he also stands for some not so good things. Um, but regardless of that, we do have a uniparty, right? And it doesn't matter if you're Democrat or Republican because the uniparty um, wants to rule as dictators. They do not want a free election. And I think they're going to do everything that they can to shut down the election. I mean, look at what they are doing to try to stop Donald Trump, which who has such a great commanding lead, right? right. They want him in prison. They would love to assassinate him, Rob, wouldn't they? I mean, if they had oh, the chance. Yeah, I, I would think that that's what's a concern for them, that if Donald Trump were to actually be assassinated, would it cause enough of a trigger of the people to uprise and truly do something against DC? Well, it's so, a good question. Yeah. I think that's why they're trying to destroy him continually politically so that he ends up not winning the Republican primary. Okay. Well, what about if they convict him for all these felony charges and throw him in prison so that he's ineligible? I mean, that's what Jack Smith wants to do, right? He's trying, he's breaking all kinds of laws and ethical rules uh, to try and get Trump thrown in prison. Right. Which is uh, a system by which they can get him to not be president that the legal system that they control will potentially do for them versus assassinating them. that's why i think they're doing it because they do control it they, they control the entire federal government at this point they do and so let's say they do not succeed in assassinating him or imprisoning him then what are they going to do well i think they're going to shut down the election because the dictatorship already began in 2020 so now they have control with electronic ballots mail-in ballots ballot harvesting so-called quote glitches like what we saw in arizona in the red zones um they'll do whatever it takes to make sure there's no election they'll they'll declare martial law they will do something to disrupt the election process i don't think they'll have to disrupt the election i think they know They've got California and, you know, maybe one day when we're in heaven, we're going to look at this and find Trump actually won California this last time. But in California, you're never going to, as a Republican in the present system, even going to be able to ta uh, tackle that. But they've got their standard states. We know in Georgia that they can control enough ballots that they can cheat enough to win. I mean, well, back in 2020, right, we looked when most people were going to bed, there were five states that looked like Trump had it. And we everybody woke up four hours later and, oh, Trump lost them all. Exactly. So they're data crunchers and they know they only need five or six states that they need to turn over maybe 100,000 votes, 200,000 votes that they have the infrastructure by which to do that. that right that those states have not in the last two years in their own legislative systems effectively changed anything for the better to get that corruption out. So I don't see that unless the other states 
Yeah, I just don't see a way through this. To tell well, you I truth. agree. With, I would kind of agree with that because, you know, let's remember the great distraction, right? The pandemic, the COVID-19 pan- pandemic, where they had the lockdowns and that really gave impetus to the mail-in ballots and all that that could be um, easily, you know, breached. Um, well, okay, how should conservatives respond to this? I mean, do we throw our hands up and say, oh, well, it was fun while America lasted, goodbye freedom, and welcome slavery? I mean, is, is that where we're at right now? Yeah, I'm much more relying on the states. I, I have, again, we'll need at least three election cycles to effectively change something if we started today making those effectuating efforts. But I don't see that at the federal side. There are a number of states, though, that could do this. Texas, for example, could do this. If Texas rose up and from their own attorney general and their governor, et cetera, said, we aren't playing this game. Any federal agent that comes into Texas who's going to try and do X, Y, or Z, we are going to arrest you and create that state versus federal Gosh, I don't even know what you would want to call that because it's not really a war yet, but it's a political uh, standoff. It is. Well, what it is, it's a balance of powers, isn't it? I mean, that was the intent in the beginning. But, you know, let's also point out the fact, Rob, that uh, there are some people who are focusing on victories through a uh, election integrity and that includes judicial watch for example they are vehemently pursuing election integrity i mean against illinois state board of elections they had a settlement uh, recently that grants access to the current centralized statewide list of registered voters in that state uh, and Dude, for we've the had past a couple we've had a couple of those court wins we did but in pennsylvania and colorado in itself it hasn't changed There's nothing stopping somebody uh, from the WEF paying 500 people in Michigan to go start stuffing ballots or figure out three or four particular precincts that they would be able to control and start running ballots through it. There's nothing that I've seen yet that would stop that. Well, what about fighting fire with fire? Do you think that? There we go. Yeah. Do you, do you think that that is legitimate? And is it, um, is it going to be effective? Um, the interesting thing is that it doesn't have to be super effective, except for where the battlegrounds are. We don't right. have to, as the conservatives, let's just give up for argument's sake on California, but spend all of our efforts, even here in, of our money and time and effort, instead of in Texas, put our money and effort and time where judicial watch wants us to put it and put boots on the ground in those precincts and fight fire with fire. Well, now you're talking, now you're talking. And I don't know if you're aware of this, Rob, but turning point action recently has committed $5 million to ballot chasing in Wisconsin, which is a key battleground state. What they are trying to do in the ballot chasing is effectively depriving the enemy of their own weapon. And imagine if we uh, could do this in all of the critical states, Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. Um, As you said, I do believe that we could still win the war for the ballot. Oh, yes. I think we can win the war, but we need to get the battle plan up and rolling. 
We do. And we have to stop on the courts at this point. Exactly. And that's why I think uh, that this uh, all of a sudden flourishing of whistleblowers uh, is really encouraging because they are exposing them. And what we need to do and the we are including those uh, legislators uh, in the House and the Senate. And to, we must demand prosecution. We have had enough talk as Americans. We need to prosecute these guys and bring justice back to America. And we have to demand it uh, as a people, everyone. We need to all get involved because I still believe that we can take back America and we can probably do it through peaceful means, but it's going to take a concerted effort by all of the people. Yes, I agree a hundred percent. We can still do this, but the people themselves have to recognize that they've been the problem just as much as who we're looking at up in the white house, the people who are, who are in your precinct, who were willing to turn their heads when they knew ballots were being stuffed. The people who are the state uh, party commissioners or the, even at the county level who were just willing to go along with, well, let's go ahead and cheat so we can win this time. If enough Robert F. Kennedy type Democrats would get involved in their side, I think we would see a change. Well, I sure hope you're right. And I believe it is possible. What people need to do is wake up and realize, okay, maybe they were in shock before. It's like, wow, is this really happening in America? (laughs) This stage of the game, people need to realize we absolutely are at war. And therefore, we must use wartime tactics. Okay, they're using them against us. And people say, oh, well, are you talking about violence? Well, let's talk about violence for a second. How many people uh, on the conservative side have been taken down through physical violence? How many people have been maimed by the shots, which was a bioweapon? How many people have been killed? How many people have been murdered by the NIH hospital protocols? Um, it, It is astounding how many of us are dying, being picked off through the enemy's warfare using the enemy's weapons they are shredding us and we are so loath to fight back and that has to change we must fight fire with fire we must awaken the states and empower the states to just use the power that they already have yes obviously we saw that you and i well the world is now waking up to it but with what they did with covid i was utterly shocked at how many physicians blindly went along with these things with the vaccine and how many Americans went along with, oh, okay, I guess I'll close my business. I guess I'll wear a mask in my car. I guess I'll follow these rules that not only made no sense scientifically, but were completely illegal. They, they were just an overreach of government, but Americans just went along with it. That was the bigger scare to me, to tell you the truth, that, oh my gosh, here I would have thought at least 90% of Texans would have said no, but golly, as soon as you get into the cities, 90% of the city folk said, well, sure, I'll go along with it. Yeah, they complied. They did what they were told. That was the experiment, right? Um, And 
All I'm saying is I, I hope that we can learn a lesson from that because I think that they've got some more things up their sleeves. I think they're going to pull some stuff and it could be pretty horrendous. The question is, will we comply again? Because this is a time for civil disobedience. We have a rogue government that wants to destroy its own people. And it's time to stand up and say, no, we have had enough of it. I mean, look, we still have January 6th victims, hostages held in the D.C. gulags for just using the First Amendment as it was written, you know, protesting, saying, you know, we we want the government to listen to us. We have some grievances that we think need to be corrected. And they're paying some of them with their lives um, in, in the most horrendous ways possible. And that extends to all of their families and it extends to every other um, American patriot, American citizen who says, wow, I better not challenge my government. Look what's going to happen to me. Exactly. And that's why I'm, I think now is the perfect time going after the president to impeach him, start down that list and realize now that a lot of Americans, be it R or D in the Uniparty, are realizing their government is corrupt, but they're just not sure what to do about it. That's why these podcasts that you're doing are so wonderful, because it's giving people information and it's kind of backing up their concerns and their questions so that they can think for themselves and say, Maybe I need to start doing something different than how I've been voting or how I've been supporting the vote the last 10 years. I mean, exactly. We, exactly. we look at Kamala Harris. Well, first off, who would have thought that the United States would, would actually elect a, a gentleman who, who, who's clearly missing two or three cards at this point in his life? Even if you bought into his story 20 years ago and liked what he stood for, this, this is just ridiculous to bring somebody who's senile in. But now well, you, look you know, at Kamala Harris, and she's a nincompoop of nincompoops, but it's not going to matter under the present system. They could have her sitting in the White House because it's who's pulling the strings, where before our president actually did somewhat pull the strings. Obviously, there were some powers behind them, but they, they still were in charge. Kamala Harris is the perfect one for them because they can just dance her out onto the stage and all the string pullers will just act as the marionettes behind her. Well, that's a sad truth. And yes, we need to get over it. And uh, we do have some good fighters in there. Matt Gates, for example, says he's oh, yeah. going to introduce legislation, right, to defund special counsel Jack Smith. Wonderful, because Jack Smith is an absolute criminal. Yeah. And we just need to stand up and fight fire with fire because if we don't then america is just lost well we just got a couple minutes rob i thank you so much for your input um i think that we can win this battle and i say let's go for it we have nothing to lose we have everything to gain and i personally will never never surrender to slavery that is just who i am that is who i forever will be. And I hope that we have at least a few million other Americans who feel the same way. And I am confident that we do. We have always been a great nation because we were a nation under God. We have been a great nation because we dared to take care of one another and look out for each other. 
The fight for a fair and free election means that we have to defeat a powerful enemy who is going to do anything and everything they can to stop the election and take down all contenders for the White House. Let's face it. And so we have some really important work to do. And whistleblowers are helping the cause of freedom in a huge way. So I encourage you whistleblowers out there, please come forward, dare to risk something, dare to pay the price for freedom. Because if you can do that, you're going to have others who will come out and take a stand. Others will back you. And that will give the impetus to the few righteous congressmen that we have fighting for the cause of freedom and defending our constitution. We have to realize that we need every American right now to stand up and to fight for their country in a way that was never imaginable. Whatever it takes, we must take down the domestic enemy, period. Because if we don't, we will soon not have a country. And so with that, good patriots, I just ask you to do your thing wherever you are, however you can, do your best for your country. It is time to get involved and get loud, America.